Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. Hey there, last Dig a Bit for month two of our study of the crown. And we're going to begin in John 4. We're going to back up a little bit from the last dig a bit and talk once more about the woman at the well from John 4 and then a little bit from John 6 as well. In John chapter 4, you remember Jesus was in Samaria, a place where the Jews normally didn't go to visit. And he stopped at the well and he asked a woman to give him water. And the woman in verse 9 said, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink of me, who, who am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. But Jesus answered and said, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that says to you, Give me to drink, you would have asked of him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said, Sir, you have nothing to draw the water with, and the well is deep. So... From whence, then, have you living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Remember, we just talked last time about Jacob giving the shepherds blessings. So Jacob was the one who gave them the well, and it was a well for the sheep of Jacob. Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Then the woman said, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Then you remember they went on into the conversation about the woman's husband and Jesus let her know miraculously that he knew everything about her. And then she left her water pot, you remember, and went back to the city and announced that she had met the Messiah who told her everything that she had ever done. Well, you remember then there were those who went out to sea and believed on Jesus. And then when the Samaritans came to him, they begged Jesus that he would stay with them. Can you imagine this Jew taking them up on their offer of hospitality in Samaria, a place that would that it shocked the disciples that Jesus was even at the well visiting with the woman. So he's now staying in the lodging of in the home of Samaritans and then it says that many more believed because of his own word. And then they said to the woman, Now we believe not because of what you told us, for we have heard him ourselves, and we know that this is the Christ, the Savior of the world. Many people believed when Jesus offered them the living water. They accepted that living water and believed in Jesus. Now let's see what happens when the Jews are offered almost that identical thing. So if you'll turn over to John 6, that's where we're going to find this account. And Jesus said in verse, let's look at starting in verse 30. They said therefore to him, what sign are you going to show us that we may see and believe you? What do you work? Our fathers ate manna in the desert 
As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, so he's, they're saying, come on, if you're the son of God, show us the son. Because we know that um, our fathers were given manna in the desert to eat. That was a son, and it made them believe. And so Jesus said, truly, truly, verse 32, I say to you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my father gave you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said, Lord, even more, give us this bread. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes on me shall never thirst. So he's offering living water again, water from which you will, once you drink it, you'll never thirst again, bread, and if you eat it, you won't hunger again. But then he said, you have seen me and you don't believe. All that the Father gives me shall come to me. And he, he who comes to me, I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Again, he's testifying here, just like he did to the woman at the well, that he's done many works. He's saying, basically, I am the Messiah, just like he said to the woman at the well. And I can give you water. And if you drink this living water, you will never thirst again. And this is the Father's will, verse 39, which has sent me, that of all which he has given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone who sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. And the Jews knew. See, the Samaritan woman said, I've heard that the Messiah is coming. I know that he is coming. The Jews knew that too. They had the Old Testament scriptures. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, this is just Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know. How is it then that he says, I came down from heaven? They mocked the Messiah. Jesus, therefore, Answered and said, Murmur not among yourselves. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me. Draw him, and I will raise him up the last day. It's written at the prophets, in the prophets, and they shall all be taught of God. Every man, therefore, who has heard and learned of the Father comes to me. Skipping on down, then he says, 47, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes on me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Verse 50, this is the bread which comes down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. And they go on. And um, he, verse 56, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood dwells in me and I in him. And he was teaching these things, verse 59, in Capernaum, hometown of Peter. Many, therefore, of the disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And we, go, we keep reading on down, and it says in verse 66, From this time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. And then Jesus said, to the twelve, will you also go away? And Simon Peter answered, Lord, to him shall we go? 
And you remember that confession of Peter. I just want us to notice that what he said to the Samaritans who believed the woman, invited Jesus into their home, and then said, we believe not because of what the woman said now, but because of what Jesus has taught, because we've been with the Messiah, the Son of God, and they, the Samaritans, many of them, believed on him. We have almost, not exactly, but almost the same scenario in John 6, the same teaching given to the Jews. And we see the Jews from this time walking away from the Christ and being angered that he said he was the Messiah and causing, verse 61, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said to them, does this offend you? What and if you, what if you see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? It's the spirit that quickens, the flesh profits nothing, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who believe not. Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And then it says many of his disciples, those who were Jews who were following him, walked away and followed him no more. Well, it is the fulfillment of prophecy that the Jews were going to reject him and put him on a tree. It's very interesting that the lesson was almost the the same thing. Jesus claiming to be the living water and the bread of life. The Samaritans accepting the Jews walking away. It reminds us of the, the parable of the Good Samaritan. The Levite and the priest the Jewish religious leaders walking by on the other side. But the Samaritan was the one who came to the wounded man and picked him up and took care of him. Ironically, I am the bread of life. I am the water of life to Samaritans and Jews. The Jews were the ones who should have given their history, been the ones, even though the Samaritans had had been exposed to the prophets as well, the Samaritans and the Old Testament, the, the Samaritans were the ones who were um, had made the decision to be intermingled. Well, they all did, but the Samaritans were looked upon as the mongrel race because they were mixed with the Gentile people and cast out far earlier than even the the Israelites. And so here we have the Samaritans accepting the bread and water of life and the Jews rejecting. And that same rejection is going to lead up to the cross. And every prophecy that the Jews should have recognized in the Messiah was being rejected, was being um tossed out by the Jews as they headed toward Calvary in the rejection of the water of life. Okay, just an interesting comparison from John 4 and John 6. I hope that you have benefited from the study of the shepherd, the rod from Psalm 23, 
And next month, we will our digging bits will focus on the anointing, which has to do with both, of course, David and Christ. I hope you have a great day.